What's up, everybody? You are listening to Racing Roots, the podcast, where our roots run deep in the motorsports world. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Racing Roots, the podcast. We are super excited to be joined live here at Bristol Motor Speedway um, as a part of the World of Outlaw weekend here um, on the dirt. So I have Allison with me, and she will intro our special guest that we have today. Uh, so we're super lucky today to have with us both Jack Honshield and his son Sheldon Honshield. So um, very lucky that they took time out of their busy day to hang out with us for a little bit. Um, and just the opportunity to have you both together, you know, I know y'all don't get to race together as much, you know, now, but, um, with this being your last year in racing, Jack, um, announcing your retirement and everything. I think every time that y'all get to race together is uh, really special. At least it is for us fans. So, <laughs> um, thank you for taking the time today. So let's start with Jack. Can you tell us I'm, you know, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. My dad, uh, my dad raced with you, but he quit racing uh, around the time that like full-time I was like five or six. So yeah. we would still come to the racetrack and, um, you know, always go see our friends. Devil's Bowl is our home track. So right. it's always my favorite place to go. <laughs> but, um, but I know that yellow 22 was always one of my favorites for sure. I didn't get to know Sheldon until the last few years now, since he's been racing for, um, for Richard and for Ricky and everything. But how did you get started in sprint car racing in the first place? Oh, my dad was, uh, he just raced on the weekends. Just, uh, we went to the races every weekend. My dad was a truck driver and, uh, that was just as fun racing on the weekend. So, uh, we just grew up going to the track, uh, three sisters and, uh, brother. So we all went to the racetrack and hung out in the grandstands and, uh, you know, just watched my dad race. So, uh, my dad, uh, he owned my race car, got me started when I was 16 and, uh, I raced for my dad like uh, three years, just racing for my dad and got me started. And then I just started getting rides from, from racing on the weekends. That's, that's something that we've kind of the theme that, that has kind of shown in racing is that is it's a family sport. I mean, I feel like to be a fan of racing, you, your father or your grandfather or somebody in your family was a fan. So yeah. talk a little bit about like how the family aspect of racing has impacted you personally. Well, just, uh, you know, we're just starting uh, as kids going to the track and everything, uh, uh, you know, we just, uh, you know, we heard of, uh, the big races, the uh, guys racing at Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. you know, Bobby Allen and, uh, Stevie Smith and all them guys. And, and, uh, I grew up racing with my brother. He started a couple of years before I did and Brad Doty and Kenny Jacobs. And, uh, so we all, we all grew up just, uh, having fun and racing, you know, we never thought we'd do it for a living or anything. Yeah. We just was going mm -hmm. to, to the races every weekend and having a good time and then you know we started getting rides from other people and people calling us so uh uh you know just met a lot of good friends doing it that way and uh uh it, it was just awesome and then we started hearing it like bobby allen's and the stevie smiths and uh we're like oh we should go to pennsylvania and uh watch <laughs> the big boys race and uh so we started going over to the williams grove and uh we went over there for two or three years just driving over there and watching the uh williams grove race and then and then, uh, you know, them guys started coming over to Wayne County and racing. And so it was pretty good just, uh, you know, watching them guys. And is that your home track, Wayne County? Yep. That's yep. Wayne County and Lakeville and Mansfield and 
just uh, around them three tracks. Absolutely. Yep. And Sheldon, what's your first memory that you have watching your dad race? Do you remember? <laughs> Man, no, not really. Just a lot of memories of dad racing. Uh, you know, that's all we did as kids. We grew up in the motorhome going to the races and um, yeah, that's all we knew. We went yeah. to races when we were kids. You're probably like me where you don't know what you actually remember and what <laughs> stories you've just heard so many times, you know? So, but my mom did say that I probably would have walked a lot sooner if they'd stopped the motorhome. Because <laughs> I was born um, three weeks later, we went to uh, Florida to start the, start the season off. Yeah. So, but, That's awesome. Um, so, but you kind of took a little bit of a different route at the beginning and you got more into two wheels than four wheels in the beginning, right? Yeah. We started racing uh, go-karts in Columbus, uh, Ohio. And every weekend, or we only went a few times and raced go-karts and, and the building beside us had dirt bikes racing and dad would always find me over there watching the dirt bikes race so, <laughs> uh, you know we did a lot of waiting around on the go-karts and uh he got me a dirt bike and we raced dirt bikes every single weekend till i was 16 that that was all i did and, and really thought about and you know i'd go watch dad race but uh when i was 14 15 16 uh i was pretty serious on the dirt bikes and that's what kind of i wanted to do and dad built a built a sprint car in the shop and uh, we went testing one night at Hilltop and uh, I think we went racing the next weekend at Attica and really, oh I don't think I ever raced my, <laughs> my dirt bike again after that. Well, and, uh, Carmichael, Ricky Carmichael was your favorite, right? Yeah. That, and back then, I mean, that was, he was right in his heyday then. Yeah. So. Carmichael was one of my heroes, just, uh, his mentality and, and how much he won and how dominant he was in his sport. And, uh, you know, I always thought that was something cool about Ricky. Absolutely. Well, um, I don't, see Taylor and I've talked about the fact that we both chose to make racing our job mm -hmm. that, um, you know, that we were, I mean, we don't remember not being at a racetrack, <laughs> but, um, but you know, when, when my dad quit racing full time, it was something that I think I just, I missed that. I missed that family time that we had going to the racetrack. So every time that we did get to go, I thought this is where I want to be. Like, this is what I really want to do. So um, we both went to, went to college and, you know, went to traditional four-year schools and stuff, but, um, and she, for a while, Tried to. she's admitted, <laughs> well, she's even admitted that you know, she went through a time period where she wanted to be known for more than just Brian Clausen's sister, you know, and she wanted to do something herself, do other things. So she played soccer and, but, um, we both, it came back around where we chose that the racetrack <laughs> yeah. was where we wanted to be at. So, yeah. and then your mom's family is, is racing too, right? Did y'all meet at a racetrack? Yep, I'm yep. assuming. <laughs> Met at Ascot. She came from Ascot weekly, going to races weekly there. And, uh, her dad raced and her stepdad and her brother and, uh, uh, so she came from a racing family too. So that's Man, you got everybody, me yeah. <laughs> everybody meets through racing. So it's pretty cool. Talk a little bit specifically you Sheldon, cause you're just so interesting to me. I feel like you ha just have this passion for the sport and in, in such a way that, you know, I think, especially over the last couple of years, you've, you've, you've caught a lot of people's attention. Talk a little bit about where that passion comes from and what really fuels you to, to keep racing um, and keep at the level that you're at now, because you are at, you know, the, the top level uh, in sprint car racing. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, just growing up watching my dad do it and, and win a lot of the big races. And, you know, that's stuff I haven't accomplished yet and, mm -hmm. and really want to do. Uh, you know, I think about it all the time winning at Eldora or, or Knoxville or, mm -hmm. you know, winning some of them big races or a championship, uh, 
that's all I think about and that's all I want to do. And, um, you know, I'm in a position right now where I got to take advantage of it and, and make things happen. And, uh, you know, I haven't really been doing this that long. Uh, if you look at the field that I'm racing against, uh, the Brad and Donnie, uh, you know, they have a lot of years on me. So, uh, I think that's one thing that you can't, you can't rush is, uh, the time and experience that them guys have. And, uh, you, you know, for me, it's just taking advantage of the situation that I'm in right now and, and trying to make things happen. And you've got some great people behind you. Um, people that, you know, are more than just, uh, you know, fans or sponsors or, or, or part of your team. They're, they're like family. I mean, your guys live together almost yeah. 365 days a year. And, um, you know, with Richard and Jennifer, they're, you know, at almost yeah. every race that they can be yeah, at. Yeah. Uh, so talk a little bit about how, you know, your team dynamic and how that, you know, really is almost like a family in and of itself. For sure. I think I have, I know I have one of the best teams on the outlaw tour right now and, and in the country, uh, just with Richard and Jennifer, uh, and Ricky and Lauren and everybody at NOS and, uh, and, and my crew chief Ripper and my crew guys, Nicholas and Drew, uh, we are, we're a big family. And, uh, you know, when we show up to the track, it's, you know, that's my family when I'm there and, and, you know, honestly, I see them more than my actual family. So, um, you know, it's pretty crazy. And, uh, you know, like just me and Ripper's situation, we worked together a long time ago and I think almost 10 years ago and, and we're back together, uh, you know, doing it with the best guys in the world. So. For me, that's just one small part of our team and, uh, you know, a cool little story within our team. But, uh, yeah, for sure, just Ricky, Richard, Jennifer, Lauren, uh, you know, they're all really good people and, and making a lot of things happen uh, for myself and the sport. And we got to give a shout out to Zan because she is a badass. At, uh, <laughs> I see her at every race and she is, I mean, she works her butt off. Um yeah. So it's really been cool to kind of see her transform, um, into her role in your life, um, yeah. over the last couple of years. Yeah. It's really cool for her, you know, being a person that didn't grow up at the racetrack every weekend. And, uh, now we get to do it together and, uh, it's cool for me to watch her be able to do that. And, mm -hmm. you know, cause I grew up going to the races and, and watching my mom sell shirts and, and run all that. And now see Zan do it and kind of be able to figure it out on her own is pretty yeah. cool. She's one she of the best do it. She owns it. Yeah. She is one of the best <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think that, um, I don't know, I think some people kind of take it for granted, the chemistry that, um, that people, you know, that people think they see, but what, what y'all have is really special for this team and what Klaus and Marshall has too. It's incredible. Just the, the family dynamic and the way that people really just support each other and really believe in each other. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of bad days at the racetrack, <laughs> but those bad days and the way that people pull you through, that's what makes the good days that much better. Exactly. So I don't know. I've been around a lot of race teams that, um, that you just kind of get that feeling every once in a while that, that the right piece was, was kind of like put into place and now the right chemistry is there. And that's a feeling that I get when I walk in that 17 holler for sure. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, me and dad talk about it all the time and just having that, you know, he had that for a long time and mm -hmm. it was cool to watch him, you know, have that back in the day. And then, you know, now it's, it's in my position and to have a team like that is something special. And, and yeah, we talk about it all the time and, and the feeling I get when I walk to my trailer and, and, you know, know my guys are, are there to support me. I'm there to support them. And, 
you know, that we're all in this together and, and all have one goal is something special. Well, and especially like, I mean, there's no other form of motorsports that works as hard as y'all do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that are on the road as many days out of the year. I mean, people, you know, the, the guys, the NASCAR guys that I've worked with for the last few years will try and tell me, oh my gosh, we've worked so many days in a row and we haven't been home. And we, I'm like, you flew to the racetrack and you flew home afterwards. Like, let's go, you know? So I think Nicholas and I actually talked a little bit about that, about how, when he worked on the NASCAR side of things and just knew that it just was not for him and he had to get back to the dirt track. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. My goal was always to get through the NASCAR day. And if there was a dirt track anywhere, yeah, that's there where I was going, that's where you yeah. end your night. <laughs> when I worked for Danica, she would, I would say, Hey, do you mind if I go change in the bus real quick? And she'd look at me and go, you're going to the dirt track, aren't you? Like, yeah, I am. She didn't get it, but Ricky's yeah. like, wait, I'm going with you. <laughs> so, that's good. <laughs> Jack, what has it been like for you to watch Sheldon, you know, progress over the last few years? And, um, you know, as you're making your exit, from the sport he's you know taking off and and still has i think you know a few more years before he even nicks the prime and yeah, he's yeah. already in that good of a position so yeah, I, I grew up watching him on motocross bikes mm -hmm. so uh you know that was nervous right off it you know yeah. watching him hit jumps and stuff so uh i got pretty used to it right off the get watching him uh uh you know i was never nervous racing myself when i'd get in a car really never bothered me but uh and when he raced them dirt bikes, it I was nervous. And then, and he's in a sprint car. Uh, I'm pretty good if I'm into track and I'm mm -hmm. watching him and stuff. But if I got to sit home, watch it on the TV, I've actually walked out of the room <laughs> halfway through the feature before. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, uh, you know, if he's leading wire to wire or whatever, I can't hardly watch it. So it is nerve wracking and it don't go away really. That last lap at Knoxville, the other, like what, Ooh. it was last week or week before? Last, last week. week. Okay. Mm -hmm. I knew you won. I still watched it. And it, I was so nervous watching <laughs> that last lap <laughs> and you coming off a turn two and the run that you got down the back stretch. And I was sitting there like watching <laughs> Colt looked at me and goes, mom, you know, you won. And I'm like, I know, but it still makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've had actually people call me when I'm not there and tell me he's leading the race. I'm like, don't call oh, me no more to yeah. the race is over. I don't want to hear it. So <laughs> Well, and but, what about uh, your mom? Your mom just seems so like cool and laid back most of the time. Does she, she gets who, who makes you, who, but who makes her more nervous? Oh, she said it's about a toss up. <laughs> yeah. She said, well, especially same. when you're both. Up there. Yeah. yeah she's going to be in the fit this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched her last yeah, night. Yeah. You she can't. was sitting there and yeah, I know she has a hard time watching it. Yeah. She definitely does. Well, and um, so somebody that I brought to the track with me to Charlotte for the um, last race of the year, last year, which I told them, I said, you know, this is, this is just, it's just an experience, just kind of, kind of come and just take it all in, observe like the garage area, how the guys kind of work together and everything, how the teams work together. And then, um, and then what these guys really do. And their comment to me about you, Sheldon, was how laid back and easygoing you were. And then you got in the car and your driving style is completely different from your personality. And I said, well, you need to meet his dad. He's pretty much the same way too. So it's true. I, I mean, the, um, the hotline and that style is definitely, um, definitely special. So a lot of other guys that try it and uh, it does not work out so well. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it don't work out for me. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite, do you have a favorite win? 
of or or a favorite band? uh yeah yeah i mean when i was growing up uh you know one of my goals was winning i wanted to win all the big non-wing tracks and so the first one was calistoga and i won a vermeil yeah. classic so and then i won ascot and uh knoxville without the wing so that was one of my goals when i first started i wanted to win where all the fast guys were without the wing and and uh so i'd say calistoga was one of my big big non-wing wins back in the day it was vermeil classic so so that was a big one and one of my favorite pictures is still you winning the king's royal oh yeah that just it's <laughs> just such an iconic picture you know you see that so kids up there yeah that was great all the kids are up there absolutely is yeah. there one of your dad's wins that sticks out for you that was one of your favorites yeah i don't know definitely just the king's royal in a whole i think uh you know when you hear johnny announce dad's name it, at outdoors you know it will give me chills every time and uh just watching just watching dad at eldora rip is is a good memory for me absolutely and then what's your biggest win so far is it uh i mean you put you sure put a hurting on him at the iron man but then wayne county was pretty yeah the, the wayne county <laughs> one is probably one of my favorite wins just in front of all the hometown people and we got a good group of people around home that that support us and uh, it was cool to win that one for sure have you gone back and listened to johnny call that race yeah i heard it <laughs> <laughs> you can, but you can tell him calling that race how much that that everyone oh. wanted you to win that race yeah you know? he brought them like, right in yeah yeah that was absolutely awesome. yeah i was in the pits and heard him chanting and way back in the pits like, <laughs> wow. back to your other question uh when dad won the front row challenge was probably one of my oh, best yeah. memories i was a little kid and uh when they were chanting go jack go on the yellow uh at oski was probably one of my favorite yeah. memories that's awesome are you really gonna retire yeah yeah i'm really gonna <laughs> what retire. are you gonna do i don't know you can't i mean i'm just assuming that you can't sit still for very no, long i can't i don't know what i'm gonna do just sheldon's gonna have an extra passenger yeah. in his bus yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'll just be driving around watching there you TV. go yeah yeah i'll just watch him race that'll be fine what would you say your bucket list like if you could win any race ever doesn't matter what form of motorsports it is what would be your your go-to probably the king's royal yeah yeah that's that's probably my win okay <laughs> interesting yeah you got to, well, and there's, what, are they doing two Kings Royals this year? And yeah, two? Uh, this, this is the year to. Two shots and two, one, yeah. one week. Make something happen Heck for yeah. sure. That's awesome. And they're well, flipping and the numbers. you just got your first win at Knoxville. Just yeah. So that that's could a come. good start to Knoxville's the Knoxville Knoxville's never out of the picture. Just, Eldora just has a whole different vibe uh, for, sure. for me and, mm -hmm. and our family, I think. And definitely Knoxville is up there. You know, who doesn't want to win Knoxville and, and win a championship? I think those are the, the three things that. I want to do in my career for sure. My dad ran second to Steve the first year that Steve won. And he still says he couldn't just let me win one. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> <Really>? one. <laughs> Brian, yeah. Brian won a Friday night feature at, at Knoxville and partied like he had won the whole dang thing. Yeah. So hey, hey, he got yeah, to. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. They can't take a win from, from away from me yeah, in Knoxville. Right. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever run without a wing, Sheldon? Or did you have you done much yep. non wing yep. stuff? So we did a little bit of non wing racing um wayne county uh i won an on-wing race there and i think i might have won two there and uh somewhere else i ran a few of them i think i won three or four of them and ran second a couple times and 
flipped it once idling and <laughs> that was probably one of my hardest crashes <laughs> and then uh haven't really ran that much just kind of been focused on the wing deal and, and getting that down yeah well i mean i guess though back when back before there even was the outlaws i mean when you used to open up speed sport i'm assuming and see where it was paying the most to win and yeah. plot out your plot out your schedule there and stuff yeah. but there it seemed like y'all would do that a lot more where you would take the wing off oh, and yeah. one when, night and then you'd yeah. go put the wing on and yeah. run over we here we did that so. all the time we'd run two nights with a wing and one night without the wing i think that is so impressive the guys yeah. that do that that especially at knoxville when mm-hmm. they do that when they run the wing and the non-wing stuff i yeah. just think that's yeah it's awesome it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. Throws you off a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, you want to ask him the last two questions? Yeah. Yeah. So we always ask our guests uh, two questions. So we'll start with the first one. If you could interview or hear the story of one person in racing, one that's passed and one that is still alive, who would that be? Uh, for me, it'd probably be Grandpa Max or Bob Hogel. Mm-hmm. I, I got to talk to Bob a little bit, but probably just hear some stories from my Grandpa Max and, mm-hmm. and man, present, I don't know. I feel like Hewitt's always would have some good stories, oh, yeah, <laughs> and especially running around with my dad. There's probably some things that we could talk yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to censor that podcast <laughs> episode. Erin <laughs> Evernham had the best uh, Hewitt story. She said because that was one of hers that she mentioned at the end. And Erin said that um, she knew that she had been accepted by Jack when she was at an autograph session, and um, and he walked up to her and he said, um, he said, you know, they call it a cockpit for a reason. <laughs> and Erin just looked at him and he goes, "What did he say?" He said, "I'm going to call yours." What did he tell her? <laughs> it, it, was, was hot, it was a hot. It was something. Yeah. Something. It was something. It was something very Jack-like. And yeah. Weird, I mean. <laughs> oh yeah. So so what about you? Who's somebody that um that you just ha- like to have just another conversation with, or like to know more about? That's maybe not here anymore, and then somebody that maybe we should interview. Oh, <laughs> that's man. why we asked that question so we can get more. <laughs> oh man, that's a hard one for me. Oh. Uh, well, you, you know, you, you, you always, he'd be one for me too. Yeah. Cause he's always got a new story. Every time yeah. you talk to him, you never know. I'm like, I never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jack, I'm saying Michelle and Jack would be a good one, but uh, one that passed, I'm not sure who I would think of really. No. I've always wanted to meet uh, Jane Opperman just because yeah. my dad's mm-hmm. talked about Jane so much. Yeah, and I yeah. just, I just, I've always thought yeah. that one was, would be a cool yeah. one. So. Yeah. Jane would be a good one. That was Brad Doty's hero, Jan Opperman, growing up. So, yeah, yeah. sure. But your grandfather, be. I love that answer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'd probably be my my yeah. go-to. Mine yeah. too. My grandfather always had. There were two things that you could always count on at our trailer: Coors Light and a purple bag of Crown. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the two things that you could always find my grandpa's for. So. And then the last question is: um, What does racing roots mean to you? For me, it's everything. You know. Uh, both sides of my family have a have a whole racing background and uh, just to grow up grow up racing uh, you know means the world to me absolutely yeah me too you know <laughs> I guess uh, my dad you know grew up at the races and uh, you know I'm glad my dad got me started in racing and uh, uh, just going every week and and uh, you know I'm just thankful for that absolutely well thank you so much for your time we really appreciate it. yeah thank you guys it's been awesome to get to know a little bit more about you guys thank you guys (laughs) thank you the world is about